0: brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand always so be prepared to be obsessed check out lipstick on the rim wherever you get your podcast ugh I'm not in the mood do we have to do this yes wait are we recording okay let's go You're listening to The Allie Colbert Show. Welcome back to The Allie Colbert Show. Uh, This episode needs no introduction. It's me and Julian talking about everything from my first strap-on Experience hello, mom. To uh, the Pete Davidson selfie sent to Kanye, yay! Too. Um, we talk about we take a listener email about dating women and when people show you red flags, receive them. Um, and I share a text from my grandma, it's a fun little episode i actually we recorded this episode before we went to the john mayer concert and i'm recording this intro now having seen the john mayer concert and even though i love john mayer he does attract like really awful fans and by awful fans i mean white men that live in murray hill and if you're not from new york city i mean just like these like white like i don't it just to me every single one of his fans is like a white guy from new jersey that like plays acoustic guitar at a party. And its I mean that in the worst way. I mean that in the worst possible way. And I'm always a sucker for when people play guitar and like do it well. Obviously, I went and saw John Mayer tonight and I did buy three pieces of merch, three plus pieces of merch. So like I'm in hook, line and sinker. But at a certain point, his fans need to stop. You know, and, I, and you know what? Me included, like maybe, honestly, I need to stop. I probably need to stop. And when I was thinking about you know, watching John Mayer in concert, I had the thought about how John Mayer was the last man I saw in the spotlight prior to Pete Davidson, who was kind of like, you know, had this early onset of fame that was very exciting. And he then dated like one superstar after another, where it was like Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, Jessica Simpson, Jennifer Aniston. And I was thinking about how when John Mayer Dated Jennifer Aniston. I feel like he was and maybe I'm making this up, but I feel like he was like 27, 28, And Jennifer Aniston was like 40. And I kind of feel like he was like, that was like 20 years ago, the Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. Are you catching my drift? Anyway, this is a heavy Pete Davidson episode, but I really need to explore my fascination with him. And, you know, this was cathartic. So enjoy the episode. Give it. Well, you're already listening. Yet. I was going to say, give it a listen. You're already listening. But like, subscribe, rate, review. You get it. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of The Ali Colbert Show. We're live from hell. And I don't know if you guys have seen this, but and I don't know if you've seen this, Julian, but I sent it to you on Instagram. But Pete Davidson texting Kanye West. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? Well, I've...
1: No. I haven't seen it, but you told me about it briefly okay. yesterday. I mean, so
0: earlier. So, t- Pete text, texted Kanye today, and I know this is Pete because these <laughs> texts... If I know Pete. <laughs> I know this is Pete because Dave Cyrus, who is a stand-up comedian, who I've performed stand-up comedy with, who used to write at SNL when Pete was a like first... Year cast member mm-hmm. Dave Cyrus was writing there. Great, we have another foster dog. By the way, fucking kill me. So him. cute though. So I can't give Julian kids, but I can keep giving her dogs found in trailer parks, and that's kind of where and we're then We have to give
1: them away, and like then we're weeks. giving them away.
0: So Pete Davidson was a cast member on SNL when Dave Cyrus was a writer on SNL. Mm-hmm. Dave does stand up with me, and he posted these texts that Pete sent to Dave to basically say, "Post on Instagram for me." And Pete has used Dave's account before in the really? past. Yeah. To post things. He posted when Bob Sackett died. He posted, I don't know. He's posted a bunch of things like that. Oh,
1: post is unavailable. It was deleted. Anyway, it was Pete. Being oh, like, wait, what? No, yeah. So I did see that you sent that. And then I saw that it was like that. Right. So it was
0: Pete being like, yo, Kanye, it's skeet. And Kanye was like, where are you even right now? And Pete was like texting from your
1: wife's bed. And sent us, I'm in bed all right. with your I wife. I don't know if that's right. Why would why would Kanye say, where are you right now?
0: No, I'm positive that it's real. It doesn't look fake at all. It is 100% Okay, but real. why
1: would Kanye say, where are you he was right like, now? Well, what you, that's be, like such a strange question to someone you don't know who you're like kind of, they're like very mad at. Because they were, here, I'll look it up. But where because, are you right now? No, it's because they were going to meet up or something. Here, I'm going to show you right now.
0: Okay, here he goes. He goes... Yo, it's skeet. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m. And don't got it. And it don't got to be like this. (gasps) Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. What she does for those kids is amazing. And you're so fucking lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore. And I'm done being quiet. Grow the fuck up. (gasps) Kanye goes, oh, you're using profanity. Uh Where are you right now? In bed with your wife. And he sends a selfie.
1: Oh, my God. I know.
0: So there's the but selfie. But like really, why is he
1: saying, where are you right now? It's such a weird because thing to he say. Because he probably
0: knows he's in bed with Kim and he's like, because he was calling Kim and he, w- he was like, the fact that Pete would text him right then means he knows and Kanye's like, are you in bed with my wife? It's 8 a.m. on a Sunday. Happy to-, Happy to see you're out of hospital and rehab, says Kanye. Same here. It's wonders what those why? places do when you go get help. You should try it. I'm in LA for the day. If you want to stop being a little internet bitch boy and talk to me. <gasps> And by the way, in, in Pete's selfie. Oh, my God. I know. And in Pete's selfie, there's Kim right there on his chest. Say says zoom Kim. In. I can't zoom in because I'm going to lose my place. But it says Kim is a tattoo on his chest. Okay, We're going to get into all this. He goes, you don't scare me, bro. This is Pete. You don't scare me, bro. Your actions are so pussy and embarrassing. It's so sad to watch you ruin your legacy on the daily. Kanye goes, you're more than welcome to come to Sunday service obviously he wants to meet in public still up to that yeah pete goes why don't we meet after sunday service and saints game (laughs) i'll Um, be at the beverly hills hotel we can have food and talk it out in my room privately one-on-one (gasps) man-to-man what you're doing to your family is dangerous and going to scar them for life please handle these matters privately bro i beg you you want to see me come to some sunday service oh my god he goes this isn't public dude he goes I'm not here for the pictures and press which is obviously all you care about my offer stands I wish you'd man up for once in your life let me help you man oh my god I struggle with mental stuff too it's not an easy journey you don't have to feel this way anymore there's no shame in having a little help you'll be so happy and at peace you have no idea how nice I've been to you despite your actions towards me I've stopped SNL from talking about or making fun of you which they've wanted to do for months I've stopped stand-up comedians from doing bits about you because I don't want the father of my girl's kids to look bad out there I have your back even though you treat me like shit because I want everything to be smooth. But if you continue to press me like you have for the past six months, I'm gonna stop
1: being nice. Okay, Pete. Yeah. Okay, Skeet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. They're gonna make a skit about now you. I'm gonna stop
0: being nice, and we're gonna make a really mean skit about <laughs> no you. Mr. Ann.
1: Nice Guy. Or no
0: more Mr. Nice Pete. <laughs> and that's actually really funny. We're gonna do jokes about you. We're gonna do mean jokes. Actually, so
1: mean. You're going to be freaking out because these jokes are going to be nasty. Yeah. And then some of my unknown comedian friends are going to do stand-up bits about you. You all, won't even know about
0: it. All these stand-up comedians, they've been doing all these mean jokes. And I said, don't do mean <laughs> jokes. And now they're going to say really mean jokes at comedy clubs all over the country. <laughs> yeah. And you'll be really sorry, Kanye. Pete is threatening Kanye with, like, stand-up comedians. And Kanye's, like, friends with actual rappers. Like, who do you think is more intimidating? baby? Or like Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes <laughs> from Crashing. <laughs> Kanye. Are you're so friends? Kanye. You're so, you're so twisted. I feel like I'm in the laundry machine. <laughs> You've got things so topsy-turvy. I feel like I'm on tumble
1: dry. <laughs> Kanye's like rapping and like he's with people that are like have. God. Yeah, I know. So we're like a little obsessed with Kanye right now after the. So, After the I thing. mean, I'm
0: definitely upset. Obsu- I definitely admire Kanye's brilliance, but you said something earlier to me today that I really want to speak into. What? And you said, wow, I see how this Pete Davidson de- dating... Pete Davidson, can you imagine they Basically. start dating? They, like, want to <laughs> hate-fuck <laughs> each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck! I fucking love you, <laughs> bro! There's, so much tension. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just meet me at Sunday service. Meet yeah. me in my room. Man yeah, to man. private Lip to lip. hold a hole. Wait, so... You said to me today, though, you see how Pete Davidson dating Kim Kardashian and like being in this Kardashian world is the perfect storm for me. Mm-hmm. Can you speak into that on the podcast? Because I want my listeners to understand.
1: OK, well, let's see. Let me break it down. I think that there's first the element of let's start with Pete. Pete is so Pete, yeah Pete. a little bit of someone that you like. It's like you talk shit about him, but it's really coming from a place of wanting to be him or like feeling jealous. It's like a classic thing where you're like, he's not even good, right? Do you guys even think he's cool? And then you are like copy his outfit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I have such like Pete brings up so many issues in me. You're like, he doesn't even try hard. And then I'm like, where would he get that hoodie? <laughs> like he's just like yeah, I really just like am obsessed with him, honestly. And I've I've come come into saying this because I used to say like fuck that dude, whatever. Right. He doesn't try like, hard. He doesn't and, work hard enough. And women, women would never. You have no get idea how hard he
1: works. I, I mean, maybe you have a little bit of an idea, women but you don't would really. Never know. get
0: away with like wearing sweats and smoking weed and being famous. And it's like, right. well, you know what? Now I'm gonna do it. So exactly. Fuck that. Like, so he's he, there. Pete is, he is literally just... my role model. Like I'm obsessed with Pete. I love him. He's hilarious. He's charming. I want to look like is him. Is he hilarious though? I don't. I do. I, I he don't, must be, but I've never like
1: experienced him as his hilarious. His stand up's really good. It is?
0: I mean, look. I thought that wasn't even his like a real thing. When I've seen him do stand up, when I was first coming up, I remember we performed together at NYU. I was like, Really? Yeah, I was like 20. And he was like,
1: So he started as a stand up? He was
0: like 19. Yeah, he started as a stand up. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, Pete, I love you. <laughs> Pete is amazing. Pete is amazing. I, so really,
1: you think he's very talented? That's really nice to hear.
0: I think he's. I think he's the perfect confluence of funny, effortless luck, charisma, a little mis- mystery. Okay. Do I think he's like, oh my god, this guy writes like I don't know Richard Pryor? Like I, I don't know. Okay, I've seen some clips from him. SM- <laughs> I, I don't maybe <laughs> maybe 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 not. I don't know. I'm not trying All to right. critique him in that way. I haven't watched his. SMD special, the most recent special, not SMD, the other one. I haven't watched it fully with an eye to really say what's going on. All I know is that this guy
1: is who I want to be. Okay, so he
0: works on SNL. He he has this SNL fame at a young age. He gets hot one hot girlfriend after the next, and for him to infiltrate the Kardashian family, like that's really hard for me
1: because are I, you getting teary? No, that's really. That's actually really hard
0: for me It's really hard for me honestly Because I grew up (laughs) loving the Kardashians
1: Which is another weird thing for me I I really I don't know what that is about And that is one that I have a little bit more question about It's like if you grew up with If you
0: grew up and like you grew up with a little bit of money And your dad was like questionably maybe a criminal It's like good representation for you like, oh, three sisters that have their dad's, <laughs> have
1: their dads oh, money you, and their dad's a little see bit yourself of self. in the Kardashians? <laughs> is that really it? I mean, I was You like, oh, we have three sisters. Yeah. Oh. It was like three sisters.
0: It was like, they're, they're like best friends and they're like all famous. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Oh, and we they want like to have be- their dynamic
1: and you're like, we're like that.
0: Yeah. And we're like, we're the Colbert's. They're the Kardashians. Keeping up with the
1: Colbert's. Oh my God. See, I didn't see them as cool. Like, I, mean, I just saw them as like, like a mall. Like... A mall. They like go to the mall. They like belong in the mall. The mall. They're like they're like mall girls. No,
0: they are when they started out, maybe. But now, yeah. they're, now they're like Beverly Hills. I know, girl. but when they started out, when they started out, yeah, they were like reality TV. But reality TV then became like they're billionaires. They have private jets. It's like okay, these if they're mall. So girls, when did you start like, being obsessed at mall now, girl or at billionaires? No, I was became obsessed along the journey because their dynamic is so. I don't know. It's fun to watch. It's like so you genuinely love. I them. genuinely love them. I love Courtney. I mean, I love Chloe. I love them all: Courtney, Chloe, Kendall, Kylie, Kim. Wow. So I have a better Courtney, of an- Chloe, Kendall, <laughs> Kylie, Kim, Chris. Courtney, <laughs> Kyle, Kendall, Kylie, Kim. So yeah. Anyway, for Pete Davidson for this like polarizing figure in comedy to come in and then and me to have all these feelings come up and for them to then infiltrate that universe. <clears> a dog. That's really like like what are the words? Do we have words to put to this? It's just, it's like too much to handle. It's like. It's too much to handle. It would be the equivalent of like, I don't know why. It's like the equivalent of like some guy I know starting to date. It was honestly yeah. like John Mayer dating Jennifer Aniston. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, I love him. I kind of want to be him. Okay, you're dating mom. Yeah. Right. Like that's a lot. Right. So anyway, I'm just like spinning so out a lot there. And also there's this other dynamic of the fact that Pete is 27. He's like a year younger than me. He's younger than you? Yeah. What? Yeah. He's one year. Stop it. He's, he's one year younger. So he's the age of which Kardashian? None. He's younger than all of them. No. Well, Kendall and Kylie, I don't know how old they are. Yeah, how old are they? I don't know. Kendall's probably like his age. Kendall's probably a little younger.
1: Oh my God. So,
0: So, I'm pretty sure Kim is like 41 and Pete is 27. So there's this whole other thing of like, wow, you can date that, you can date mom.
1: Yeah, and like,
0: do you get what I say when you can date mom? Do you get what I'm saying with that?
1: That you look up to them as like, It's like like these women women. that are like
0: unattainable. These women that like, I would think about these women, I'm like, okay, if I came out, when I was like growing up, I was like, okay, if I came out, like, you know, do I think I'm going to date Kristen Stewart? No. Is Is there a chance of me dating Kristen Stewart? Okay, fine. Let's say we work on a movie together, she's a lesbian. But for Pete, to come on the scene, become famous when he did. When Pete became famous, Kim was... When Pete was like a first like original teeth, Pete, with the spaced out teeth. He had spaced out teeth? Yeah. Are show you, me. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I'm you, not that into these Pete, people. season one <laughs> of SNL, original Pete, Can you 17 show me? years old, getting famous. Kim was already like dating Reggie Bush. Like the fact that he then gets to fuck her. It's like if I came out as a lesbian tomorrow and then started being able to date like Gwyneth Paltrow. It's like, what the fuck? Right. Your rise to fame has to be so fast for you to catch up and eclipse each other.
1: Yeah. I just also think you're missing something that- What am I missing? That these people aren't that cool. Like they're, that's, yeah. You're just, you're missing Uh, something. What what am I missing? What's not cool about them? Like Kim is not like the end all be all. She's like, do you want to date a woman with like four kids who's like, been divorced multiple times who yeah I don't see a problem with that she has a billion dollars
0: and is one of the most famous women in America in the world all right she has a private just... jet she has a bunch of houses she's sexy as fuck all right and he gets the tattoo and that tattoo is another thing of like oh like I would get a tattoo for you Kim do you mean to be having this conversation with me <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying it's like it's not even just that he gets the tattoo for Kim It's the desire when you're dating someone for six months to get a tattoo and to go through with it that I like cringe at and admire in him. Exhibit A. Julian. Wow, wow, wow. So
1: So anyway. him.
0: How, I I mean, whatever. How many, how long do you give Pete and Kim?
1: By the way, we just held up Allie's arm. She has a two year long tattoo of my name on her arm in my handwriting. That's true. I do have Julian's name tattoos man. that will fade <laughs> in a year well, and a
0: half. Well, I might cut the real thing. Maybe. But I don't have tattoos like Pete. I, maybe I should throw a caution to the wind like Pete. So how long do you give them, Pete and Kim?
1: I'd give them, I'd say like a year and a
0: half. A year and a half. That would be pretty long for him considering how long he made it with Ariana. And how long he made it with. Right. He goes in others. really,
1: really, really hot. He goes in hot. But like they're just having fun right now. I think it'll probably be fun. And then it's going to, the kids are going to start to get a little older. And then it's like blending the family. And he's like, wait, I'm 27. It's going to be like you. He's like, do I want this? But then he's going to be like, oh yeah, I want the money.
0: What money does the he get lifestyle. from dating The camp? lifestyle,
1: the offers, the all of it. But is
0: it just him? Like if he leaves Kim, will he still have the, that access? I think so, because he's been yeah. look at what he's been having. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. I, I mean, I'm curious about the amount of money this guy has also. Me too. He bought his mom a Staten Island like townhouse and he just moved into an apartment in Brooklyn according to like online shit. So, and I guess that's for When is he going to be done with Saturday Night Live? If I were him, I mean, I'd say this is a wrap. I'd move to LA, move in with Kim Kardashian and sell a movie. With all due respect. Yeah. Are we moving on? <laughs> Yeah, we're moving on. All right, folks, (laughs) we're moving on from Pete Davidson. But I look—that's how that was really.
1: That was really interesting. I'm really glad that I actually got to read those texts. I am so excited to see what happens between the two of them. You? Oh, why are you shifting tone suddenly? You're excited? Oh, I'm excited about the drama between Kanye and Pete. No, I mean I remember, but I don't know what happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's imprinted in my mind.
0: So anyway, I have an email I want to read. Okay, because I think it'll start us off in a nice way. Hi, Allie. I'm seeking your advice on dating. I consider myself bisexual and match with both on dating apps. I guess she means both genders. Yeah. I rarely see women that I'd be interested to go out with in my city, mostly because I'm feminine and I'm also attracted to girls who are more feminine presenting. Mm -hmm. So when a couple of months ago I matched with a girl on the dating app who was exactly my type on paper, I was super excited. We chatted for a couple of days through the apps and moved over to text when she suggested we go out for a drink. We made a plan at a time and I ready to roll the dice and see what would come. I was ready to roll the dice and see what would come of it. The day of the date, she texted me to cancel because she said she wasn't in a place to date right now because of a mini breakdown. Mm. <laughs> at first, I didn't give it a second thought and just thanked her for letting me know. <laughs> and we haven't spoken since. Now I keep wondering about her as I haven't swiped with any girls since then I, that I find attractive. Should I text her again and ask her if she wants to get a drink or should I let it go and trust that it was
1: for the best anyway. Alas, girls
0: are so confusing. Thank you.
1: I mean, talk about a classic girl. The one saying she's having a mental breakdown. I know. It's like And the other one's like, Why are you rejecting me? <laughs> the girl's like, Hey girl, I actually need to be hospitalized. Yeah. But
0: I hope we can talk again soon. Yeah. And this girl's like, Should I visit her in the ER? Yeah. No. I mean, let me hear your advice
1: first. Yeah, you don't need to go in just because you like liked someone's profile and like what did they just texted? Sorry, I have ADD. I couldn't like fully. You weren't present for that? I was present, but like I missed some of the details. But they like te- I get it. They texted. So they texted. Okay, fine. So Also, how bad is your ADD, honestly, that you couldn't hear that? It's more so about like the auditory listening. Like sometimes I'll I'll be, you'll say a sentence and I'm still like in the visual of that sentence and like putting it in context and oh. you're still reading on. So I'm like, uh, then I have to like jump ahead and then I, I miss a minute. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's what it's like. So you're slow. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, but yeah. you don't consider yourself slow. Not a, I I don't think I'm slow. I think I'm just processing things differently. That's why my insights are so brilliant.
0: Right. Okay. So, yeah. So this so, girl says I, they go, they're on the app. They switch to text. The girl says on the day of the date, I'm having a breakdown.
1: Listen, and this girl. if someone is her. showing you the red flag in your face before you've even met, say thank you and move on.
0: Yeah, literally. This girl is saying, Hello, by I'm the way. I'm a hot mess. Yeah, uh, I'm a hot mess express. You see this? This is a huge red flag. I'm not going to go on the date because of this red flag. Take care. And yes. you messaging this girl, think you're about
1: like, it. But wait.
0: You messaging this girl is just because you're bored and haven't met anyone else. So you're reaching out to her because you haven't found anyone attractive, what, on their photos on Hinge? Who gives a fuck? Don't, don't start hanging out with the Mount Sinai psych ward <laughs> just, be, just because one of them you find cute. Like hang in there. By the way, dating apps for women are so difficult. It's so hard to like find someone
1: you like and keep the conversation going. Just know that to be true and But be also, committed. I need to interject that there's nothing wrong with having mental health issues. I just think if someone's leading with that to the point where you can't even go on a first date, there's say ob- no more. To like be, to be clear, there's obviously
0: nothing wrong with having mental health issues. I have mental health issues. Julian, is it fair to say you have mental health issues? <laughs> We all Fair. have mental health issues and that is not a problem. What is a problem is when someone says, I am not ready to date. That was explicitly said, I'm not ready to date. Right. And you're now sitting around twiddling your thumbs going, should I reach out to the yeah, person how who can said I they're not mind. ready to date? Yeah. What is that? There's no changing their mind. When they're ready, they'll circle back around. If they're never ready, they won't circle back around. Both are a win for you. Carry on, good sir. Good miss. But pe- good miss. People do find women to be very confusing on dating apps. And a lot of people wrote in when I said, what do you want to hear about on the podcast? And they wanted to hear about stories of me being a baby gay. A baby gay? Yeah. Aww. When I was a baby gay.
1: And uh-huh. what
0: they mean by baby gay. Baby gay. As I'm understanding, baby gay. Zooms in. I'm like, nip, 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 is when I first came out, what that was like for me, kind of taking my first little lesbian steps in my Aww. lesbian diaper in the gay community. And I'll tell you this. I remember, and this is an interesting story that you'll you'll be fine. You can hold space for me. You'll have to be Julian one right now. Oh my God, remember that? So when Julian and I first started dating, (laughs) Julian and I were first friends. And we found it really easy to talk to each other from a place of friendship. And when we wanted to, when we started to like see each other in a more intimate, romantic way, what happened was you know, there are things you would say to your friend that you wouldn't say to someone you were dating. Yeah. And to make the separation, to make sure that like, they were safe, kind of receiving information that might like threaten that like romantic bubble. We would say things like, okay, this is for Ally one, or this is for Julian one. <laughs> Meaning like, I wouldn't tell the person I'm dating about a girl I used to date, but I really wanted to tell Julian, my friend, Julian one about it. So right. we would have, to, it was
1: kind of, it was a playful way that we would make that distinction. And the, and sometimes you could be like, no, I can't. I can't go there right now. I'm too wrapped up in being Julian two. I can't access number one. And you'd right. say, Okay. Right.
0: Yeah. And it's funny. We like we're so good at doing that at the start of our relationship. But we've kind of kind of lost track of it now, clearly. And it would actually be pretty helpful if we brought that back <laughs> in our relationship. Yeah. But, you know, like
1: a minute ago, I thought you were being Julian one to me. I was in breakdown. Wow, that's really nice to hear you say that. Why? I don't I don't know. I just didn't know what your perspective of, of was of what just happened.
0: What just happened was I became really what what happened before this podcast is that I was in breakdown over what I perceived to be me putting in a lot of effort towards something and Julian not recognizing it and getting frustrated. And Julian just held space for me to get really sad and frustrated and feel like I couldn't shift out of that mood and you stayed pretty firm in not getting in the mood yourself even though I basically invited you in there a hundred times <laughs> you and kept be- being like why do are you, you feel alive <laughs> are you dead inside why are you not even moving i'm like what do you want me to do and i'll t- it, this is this is a really interesting thing you're talking about because
1: i actually felt for a long time you're laughing cuz you think i'm like a psycho no a psycho. i'm laughing cuz you try you You try so many different angles to get me to like be reactive with you and like go in and like spar around. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I I don't understand what you want. Do you want me to be also in tears? Like I'm not there. I know. And I I
0: appreciate you doing that because in the, in the moment, in the moment, what feels to me like you caring would be you getting distraught. That is what it feels to me in the moment is if you care about me, shouldn't you be as distraught as
1: I am? And in that moment, you can see clearly that that's not the move. Correct. And I, that's also would be very codependent. If I were seeing that you're in that space. Yeah. And so I need to now be in that space in order for you to make sure that to make sure that you feel that I care about you. Right. And that it's like that. That's right. Not, I
0: get it. And, it. I, and I I think I've been in relationships in the past. Where the dynamic is if you're upset, the other person gets upset to show they show they care, which is a form of negative attention where like you want attention and you can't get like positive comforting, whatever it is, connected attention. So you're going for like, fuck, let's fight so I can feel close to you so I can feel like you're invested in this. Obviously, that doesn't work, especially with you. Like, I'll try anything. I'm like trying different like buoys, lures. I'm like trying to reel in a big one. Like, you want a live one? (laughs) Like, oh, that won't work. Try this floater. <laughs> and you're like, I'm not like doing this. Like, you're yeah. not going to hook me in. And I'm like, oh, come on. I want a big one. You're like, you're no. like wow, no reaction. No reaction. Oh, Nothing. A- <laughs> Do you feel anything? I know. Wait, what were we saying, though, before this? Where was I going? Come on, ADD. OK, I here, was here, here. saying.
1: Oh, the baby oh, guy, baby
0: guy, baby guy. Anyway, but I whatever. That is that is an in- I appreciate you being able to hold that space. I appreciate you comforting me and not becoming engulfed in my emotion and being able to like trust yourself to stand there. Thank you. So thank you for that. Anyway, I remember the first time I became a gay girl.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember that I was with one of my girlfriends at the time, my first girlfriend, we were at a hotel in like times square. It was disgusting. And we were there, I think because my, I was moving into a new apartment and my furniture (laughs) wasn't terrible my furniture wasn't there yet and I found this hotel and I was like we can stay at this hotel and we stayed at this hotel and we were like having sex or something like that and or something like that or something like that and I was like we should get a strap on and she was like I was like can we get a strap on around here you know, I've never I had never used a strap on before. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, I think. And like this was the only area in New York City where I knew you could get strap ons. It was like that row of like <laughs> sex shops. that's right next to Port Authority. <laughs> OK. It's like the worst area of the city is like the stretch between Port Authority and Times oh, Square. Oh, God, is that bad? In like the late 40s, 50s on like 8th Avenue. It's like Irish pubs, yeah. sex shops. Yeah. Just chains. That is the worst area of Manhattan. Yeah, that is the most disgusting. When it's hot, it's oppressively hot. It smells like subway sandwiches and the subway. It smells like deli <laughs> meats and piss and greyhound buses. It is <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> Everyone who walks around there is like commuting in. I I fucking hate it. I mean, I know people who are like, "Oh, Hell's Kitchen is fun." Hell's Kitchen is a fucking nightmare. It really is, and that's why it's called, is Hell's, called Hell's, 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 Hell's Kitchen. Fucking kitchen, and it's not because it's fun. It's fucking hell. <laughs> It's the kitchen. and by the way, kitchens aren't usually nice, especially in like a restaurant. You're sweating, you're line cook, it's fucking hot. People are screaming at each other. Yeah. You're in the kitchen of fucking hell.
1: Yeah. It's horrible. It's not
0: good. It's like called Hell's Basement. Why would you want to live there? Right. Who was just oh, I love it. The city's alive. Someone was just saying, I love it. The city's alive. Love Hell's Kitchen. There's so
1: much going on there. Are you fucking- In Hell's Kitchen? Hell's Kitchen. What the hell? I know who it is.
0: Okay, I can't I'm not remember. Say it. I can't remember. Anyway, it's disgusting. So I go to we go to a sex shop at like 2 a.m. We find a strap on. It must have it was probably 1130. Let's be real here. It wasn't 2 a.m. We find a strap on. I'm like, is this what these things are? It was like 30 bucks. By the way, that's like not how much strap ons cost. That's how much like trashy strap ons cost. A real strap on with like a great dick costs like seven million dollars. They're like, do you want this dick to look to point left point right? (laughs) Anyway, we go to this. Place it comes with like a little vibrator piece that you can put on your oh, nice. your pussy and another one that you can put on your partner's pussy and pussy. What, what should I say? Vagina? I don't know. It's like, so weird. I like, don't know. Can't there be a different word? I think it should just be called put on there. Like
1: I don't know. Put on. Them. I really don't know. Put what's on that. them. Like is that in, is that like? I, I thought you is were that confident misogyni- about it. Is that misogynistic that like I can't even say the word like pussy? But that's not that's not like the official <laughs> word. The official word <laughs> what is the official word? Vagina on their clit. Yeah, you can put it on your clit, put it on their clit, whatever,
0: to have like mutual stim- stimulation. I don't know the terminology for this. Whatever, you both get off. And it was the most janky strap on. It was like made out of like essentially red licorice. And, <laughs> and like it was like itchy and like scratchy. And it was just like so uncomfortable. And anyway, it was interesting. Like the first time you like use something like that, I remember feeling like really frustrated. Like I remember feeling. Really disconnected from like, I had Who long. wore it? Her you? I wore it.
1: But I remember feeling. I didn't like, know what your dynamic was with her.
0: Yeah. I remember feeling like, I mean, I tr- I'm pretty sure she must have tried it on me at some point. But I remember feeling like, by the way, if you're like my uncle listening to this episode, <laughs> Lynn, my uncle, <laughs> my cousin, my dentist, stop listening. Okay. Obviously, if you started hearing, let me hear tales about her being a baby again. You kept listening. Shame on you. Okay. You're not going to shame me. Shame on you. So, I remember, you know, I had wanted to, like, fuck a girl for so long. Mm -hmm. Like, I had had this image in my mind of, like, wanting to fuck girls and not really knowing exactly what that looked like. Mm -hmm. And then the first time I used a strap-on, there was this disconnect between, like, you really want to feel it and you essentially can't feel it. Right. It's not your, thy penis is not thou's. (laughs) It's not your penis. You're not connected to it in that way. So, like, there is something more satisfying. I mean, different sort of satisfaction but like it it wasn't what I wanted it to be and I remember feeling Mm. like kind of distressed about it like I had had this idea of like how exciting it would be Mm. to have this like like accessory to like give you the feeling of like having a penis but ultimately it doesn't give you like right you know yeah yeah but I feel like that's like a misconception around like how it feels to use a strap on like what do you think men think what do
1: you think people that are not gay women think about I don't know. I mean, I think that it's pretty clear that it's <laughs> you're not going to feel it. I mean,
0: I know, no, I know. Like that. you get
1: the sensation of like, like there's the energy of it, right? Like the energy of penetration, right? No, so I there's know, that. Just- but like you also, you also are like able to appreciate like what the act is and like what you're doing, even though you can't feel it. So you're saying, "I'm good at fucking like I feel it, like you're good at like knowing what you're doing. Like you're good at knowing that you're not intending to like I mean, and that's something like sometimes I don't know. this feels like really, way too personal, but yeah, what well, what it does feel personal. It's a little too personal, no, but what were you gonna say? It's okay? Well, I don't know. I just like it's just a different dynamic. It's not like you're not both mutually receiving. Right. At that same time. But is is that not the dynamic? Well, okay.
0: So yeah, even though someone is like technically a, a bottom or receiving in heterosexual sex, when there is a penis involved,
1: your penis is
0: a sex organ that's
1: connected to you. Right. Right. And so it's inherently like equal equal. Right. Even though the That's the, a, that's a really interesting woman yeah. is on like let's call her at the bottom. Yeah. She's receiving, but she's also feeling intense, like, sensation. Right. It's very, that's very interesting. It's like like just more elevated on both sides. And so when you're, when you're using a strap on and there's like no sensation there, it's really all about giving unless you can go to a deeper place where you're getting like pleasure out of being that, like the giver, like the Want right. the top Right like, Unless right. something about that Like turns you on
0: So when you're a top In lesbian relationships Our advice for you Is go to a deeper place <laughs> yeah.
1: Dig a little deeper Connect to a
0: deeper place If you're not doing Like deep work On yourself When you're a top luck. Like Good luck Like good luck You have to connect to vision
1: <laughs> Like
0: you really do. You have to be like connected to a greater, a higher purpose. It's kind of like <laughs> there's something like Buddhist about it. Yes,
1: yeah, so you're you're purely giving, and there, in unless it's the most community service work I've ever done. Yeah, and it's hard work. It's volunteer, and it's you vo- can you feel not next paid. To nothing unless you go to a deeper place.
0: That is so
1: true. That is so true. I
0: just want to round things out of this of this brief episode of the Ali Cobert Show because we we are going on date night. We are going to. Yeah. Um, The John Mayer concert. Gravity. Um. <laughs> we are doing these things tonight. Can't believe it's a Sunday. I know. By by sharing with you guys. Oh, you know what? The text message is on. Oh no, it is on my computer. You're going to love this. What? So, a text message from Grandma Mad will be how yes. we end how we end the episode. Wait, does anyone else love them as much as me? N- well, we talked about her on the last episode about her saying, not the last one, but one of them about her saying Paneras. Paneras. And how she's like it's good for me, your grandpa's Did you talk about mind. love is lines? Yeah, I did talk about Love is Blind. So I I FaceTimed my grandma earlier and I showed her Leo, who's our foster dog. <gasps> you did? Who? Yeah, who's our foster dog, who I mentioned earlier on the episode, who is very, very cute, who was like having panic attacks the first few days he was here. Welcome to the family. And now he has calmed down. I showed my grandmother to, um, him over FaceTime. I said he's so cute. And this is the text I read from her. Yes, receiving it's a long one. After the FaceTime. Hi, great talking with you. I will FaceTime you tomorrow after three when you're available. (laughs) Leo is cute. He does look as if he's going to be big, as you said. You can tell by looking at his paws. (laughs) My vet told me about that, about that, about Ziggy. That's her former dog. And he was right. If you think you might be allergic, then you better think twice, dear Allie. It must be his hair. Maybe he sheds and the hair is all over. (laughs) I'm just giving you my honest and helpful opinion to think about the whole picture. Sorry, the whole pics. Not just that he's cute. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't give you these thoughts. Oh, have a good night. Talk tomorrow. Love you. What a cutie. Thank you for caring enough about me to be honest. Yeah, truly. You know, if when you're honest with people, everyone, you know, you care about them. Yeah, that's why you're that's being another honest.
1: act of service.
0: But getting and people honest feedback. If it's coming from a good place. What's your intention? Check the intention.
1: Anyway. (laughs) Also, um, our parents are having dinner together on Tuesday in Florida. Yeah. Which is. That's true. So everyone wish them
0: well. And hashtag Pell Colbert dinner. Good luck. Yeah. But that was my text from my grandma. Yeah. They're having dinner in Florida without us. In Boca Raton. (laughs) La boca <laughs> you guys keep emailing into the show. Please uh, email us all of your questions, all of your shares, confessions at the Ali show at gmail.com. Um, I really appreciate the love you've been giving the episodes, the Jared episode, the episode with Casey Tanner. You guys like it and you have good taste. So <laughs> comment, subscribe. We've, we've fallen short on the comments, but I see a lot of you. I see a lot of you listening. So keep sharing it. Comment. comment. I, it's so, it's so fun to read them. I know it's so fun to read them how about we had one comment that was like 11 out of 10 rabbis would recommend it was really good I want to shout that person's name out but I don't have it uh, uh, handy and well good for you I feel like I know good for me I want to do like a contest where like if
1: you listen I like pay
0: you Uh, (laughs)
1: anyway would mean the world dolls it would really mean the world and if you're a pay pig we're open for business we're open for business because we're going to dump our current pig because he's being a. he really is
0: I One don't of the even. Worst. Don't even get me. We'll update you on the pay pic next week. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. God Talk bless. To We're you next going to Tuesday. John Mayer now. God bless, and so it is.